This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrantHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. Hey, coming up on the big show, we check in with Toby Cavallivog of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Of course, we talk about Leech Lake, but we also talk about his quest for a Graha Walleye Shootout Championship. He's going to be in, this year he will have fished all three legs of the Paul Bunyan Country Triple Crown. I won't ever understand my shorties be mad When all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such But the nightlife in the city don't impress me much F-I-S-H-I-I-N, fishing F-I-S-H-I-I-N, fishing I don't feel right in the club, I'd rather be out Sitting in my 14-footer catching some trout The fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm F-I-S-H-I-I-N, Paul Bunyan Country If you're fascinated by what you're hearing today, Bemidji State University might be the place for you when it comes to college. They're located amid the lakes and forests of the Northwoods, and it's the only place in Minnesota where you can earn a four-year degree in aquatic biology. It's a state-of-the-art program on the shores of Lake Bemidji, giving you high-tech lakeside facilities and ample opportunity for research and a hands-on education. You can choose fisheries biology, aquatic systems, or wetlands ecology. An aquatic biology education at Minnesota's premier Northwoods University. It's the right fit for you. Visit BemidjiState.edu. I'm Bro Rosedell, proud to help educate Kevin Jackson on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Well, we're checking with Toby Cavallivog of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Hello, sir. How's everything? Things are fantastic, Kevin. I'm uh, just driving back to Brainerd, which is where I reside. Uh, been busy fishing Leech Lake, and uh, now I, I got a... It's my daughter's birthday today, Hayden's birthday, so I am uh, running home to maybe buy her uh, ice cream cone or something and then turn around and head back to Leeds for <laughs> another full day tomorrow. All right. so How? Fishing's been good, Kevin. Has it? Yeah, what's been happening on Leech? Well, you know, there's, there's been a lot of wind, as people know, <laughs> and, and uh, Leech Lake, 112,000 acres, fish is a lot smaller when you have wind gusts of 30 miles an hour all day long. So, um, But with wind, with wind comes uh, good fishing on Leech Lake, so... You know, you have to kind of look at the map and pick your spots and pick your battles. But, uh, you know, there was just a bass tournament, a lot of small smallmouth were caught um, in and around shallow rock areas where you'd expect to see them. And, and I don't know what was caught for largemouth, but I imagine quite a few of those were caught too. Um, there's been some muskies caught uh, in open water. The trollers are starting to produce some fish there. Uh, we actually caught one casting on Friday. I had some buddies up that uh, we spent a couple hours casting for muskies, and we got a nice 45-incher. Mm. So those are starting to starting to bite. The water temps are warming up, so they're getting active. Mayflies are hatching. I saw a real big batch of those coming out of the agency bay area. A lot of bugs, 
Uh, we caught, we had somebody catch a walleye this week that was uh, 26 inches, which is nice, mm-hmm. not huge, but I weighed it, and it was just shy of seven pounds. Oh, wow. And that fish was super, super full of crayfish because it extruded about five of them as I was netting the fish. You know, it was catch and release, but it, uh, it left a nice mess in the net and on the floor <laughs> of the boat. And uh, so the, apparently the crayfish are molting too. So lots and lots of bait in the water right now and a lot of fish. So they're hungry. You got to kind of get on them when they're going to feed because once they feed, they're full. You know, the old Thanksgiving uh, 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 sleepy time afterwards mm-hmm. uh, for us humans, and, and that's kind of what's going on with the walleye. So you get on them during the peak fishing times. I like to pay attention to that moon moon phase stuff. We got uh, moon, you know, moonrise, moonset, moon overhead, and moon underfoot, four periods during the day. And uh, if you can get out there during those times and pick the right windy points and or sand flats or weed edges, and boy, they're biting. They're really biting. Um, have they moved? Or are they still where they were earlier in the season? Uh, they're starting to push a little bit deeper, uh, certain areas, you know, um, where they were maybe in eight, eight, nine foot rock piles on the main lake. Now they're more pushing to the edges, which a lot of places it's 14 to 18 feet where the rocks and sand turn to rocks and mud and then all mud. And that's where those mayflies are coming out of, um, uh, and and those fish can be caught right now on spinners. People are still uh, long lining jigs and minnows. Um, Lindy rigs with leeches are still producing fish, and uh, bobbers and leeches. You know, it all depends on how you want to fish and what kind of technology you have. Typical GPS and 2D sonar. You find a break, mark a couple of fish, and drag spinners and or Lindy rigs. And if you're into this uh, active target. Um, Live scope, you know, technology, you can shine a, shine it around and find them and bobber fish them. So, um, but boy, there's, there's a lot of pods, you know, you, you learn a lot from, you learn a lot from fishing with technology and, and, you know, with just 2D sonar, you drive an edge and you find them, you find one, you find two, and maybe you see three stacked on top of each other. We call that a triple stack. And when you do that, you hit a waypoint, right? And then pretty soon you have a little trail of waypoints and you try to, try to drift through that or, or pull spinners through that and, that's how we've done it for forever, and, and that seems to still work. But now with sighting technology, you really see there's a lot more fish in that area once you you stop or hit spot lock or, or just even cast your jig and minnow to the side of the boat. And where you think there's two or three fish turns into 20 to 30 fish, and, and you really learn a lot. And so what I've learned on Leech Lake and, and a lot of places is, is the walleyes are schooled, and they're not just schooled. You know, you, in 2D sonar, you kind of picture a, picture a train going down the tracks. There's one walleye behind another one, and it's really not the case. Like bait balls you see in the water, the walleyes kind of swim like that. So what they're doing is they're moving from, you know, little rock humps to edges, but they're, they're anywhere from 8 feet below the surface and 14 feet of water all the way down to the bottom. And there's more fish stacked on top of each other than there is actually in a line, like you, mm. like you picture in your mind. So... Uh, the top ones are usually the active ones, and those are picked apart with a bobber, you know. And, and when you drive over them, they're typically one, two feet off the bottom, like you, you would think they would be, and, and that is the case. But they're really just going down there, I think, because the boat's pushing them down there when you go over. So it's crazy what you learn with technology. You know, one of the uh, things you just mentioned, uh, something I've talked to a few anglers about but heard a lot more about within the last year, and that's a lot more people using bobbers with walleye. Is that something new you're doing, or have you always done that? 
Well, you know, we always did that, but not necessarily for the same reason that we are now. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up in Bemidji, uh, the river between Irvin and Bemidji and just into Irvin has traditionally been a great bobber and a leaf spot um, from opener through the first couple weeks of the season and other places as well. Um, you know, you could certainly bobber fish calm days. You know, I think Red Lake is a place where people would find walleyes and bobber fish, if not pole spinners. And uh, it's always been a tactic. But now, like this morning's guide trip, you can you can find a specific fish you want to catch and throw a bobber pretty much right on top of its head and uh, pick them out that way. So what happens is is when the fish start to get a little bit lethargic and maybe they're not feeding as heavily. They kind of they kind of just kind of suspend in the water and sit there. And if you can lay a leech in front of its nose, it turns into an after dinner mint, and they just cannot resist it. <laughs> so that's kind of the deal. Like, you know, bobber bobbers work well. You know, it's it's forever. Malax Lake has forever been known as a bobber spot. You know, people launches go out and they throw the bobbers and they sit there on a rock reef and, and you catch them. And, and when the wind blows on a windward side, just like anything else, if you don't spook them, the fish are just going to pile up there, referencing the school theory that I just had. And yeah. and uh, when the bobber sweeps through there, they just, they one or two out of each school, or if they're on, they all try to eat it. So the key is, with a bobber, is you can't fish it as fast. And if it's not sitting where the fish are it's just watching a bobber you know it doesn't right. go down when there's not a fish by it and and once once you can key in on where the areas are again side imaging technology um even just driving over once you find a fish i mean up until now i would drive around with triple uh, typical sonar until i mark a fish that i drove over and throw that bobber right behind the boat and then cast the rest of my clients bobbers in that general area and the same thing would happen so uh, you know, I've been doing it for, for quite a while, but uh, now with technology, especially if you're looking for a bigger fish or something specific, you can you can dial them in. Has the uh, Walker Bay crankbait bite kicked in yet? No, not quite yet. You know, the water's still, I, I ha well, I should say I have not tried and I've not heard a whole lot. I did have somebody, a neighbor at the, at the campground I stay at, um, tell me that they're, uh, their wife did catch one the other night. They went. They go out trolling pretty much every evening, and typically come in with, you know, a pike or two and and a stray walleye. And they did catch a couple walleyes in the evening, um, the other night. So they're there. And if you can get a crankbait by a fish again during that feeding window, I think they'll pretty much eat anything. There's enough of them uh, to go around. But uh, typically that that mid July through August is when we start to get after them with crankbaits a little bit more. Uh, strategically, anyways, when it comes to that on each lake. Much more to come with Toby K. We'll take a look at the Graha Walleye Shootout. It's coming up Saturday. He and Dean will be there. And another Fast Five, too. It's all coming up on Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today 
Visit ntcmn.edu. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Toby Kavalibog is my guest. We're talking about the fishing on Leech Lake at the moment. And Toby, you know, the last couple of years we had a lot more people fishing because of COVID. It was one of the few things we can do. Has that uh, level continued this year? Uh, I would say no. I think okay. I think um, I think the uh, prices of gas have put a <laughs> that'll do it. Put a damper on some of the travel. You know, I'm talking to resorts daily, and and they are they are typically on average, you know, short one cabin because of a. Um, a cabin rental because of a, you know, cancellation, and that's that's from you know people from Illinois or wherever that are driving quite away are just canceling. It's not in the budget anymore. It's now they've been priced out. So some of the resort business I think is down, um, and then the combination the combination of just the price of gas, um, some of the other lakes maybe you know Winnie is just down the road and Winnie's been on fire and maybe a little bit easier to fish for the average person right now just because of the number of walleyes that are in there and biting. And or also, like recently I just mentioned, we've had six days now of wind that's pushing 30 miles an hour. And, and when that happens, you know, Leech Lake just becomes a lot quieter. So, you know, the, the smaller lake bites um, and, and like Winnie and Red and, and not, not smaller, sorry, other lakes yeah. that, are, that, are, that are hot right now, you know, people go there and it's a little bit easier to catch their, their limits of fish. Um, and uh, Leech, I just, I don't see, I don't see quite as many people. Uh, I think people are back to work too, and, and then the price of price of gas. You know, we had a dramatic increase in temperature. We know a cold front shuts down walleyes. Does a, a, an extreme warm front do anything to walleyes? Well, I can tell you that um, uh, when it, when we first hit the hot uh, three days ago or four days ago, I guess it's been it. We started pushing these numbers, and yesterday yesterday was one of the better guide trips I've had in a long time. And uh, you know, when I got off the water, it. it my 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 phone said it was 104 degrees. Um, the water temperature, surprisingly, obviously it's warming up, but I think it's been so cold, and the water column itself is cool enough. And with the wind, it's not warming up as fast as you would think. I think if we I think if we had calm conditions, we'd be in trouble. But with the uh, the amount of the amount of um, water and wind moving has really circulated the water, so it's probably warming up significantly as far as the depth of the water goes and the, the you know the surface to the bottom and 14 feet of water maybe is becoming more you know stratified and and the general temps are probably warmer but i'm still seeing even today i saw 67 degrees um in the morning and that's where it's kind of been for a while uh so it's moving a lot of water around so the whole water's warming up but the smaller lakes i'd imagine are probably quite a bit warmer but leaf lake's so big and windswept that it's circulating and it's circulating a lot. So what's happening is that's where these bug hatches and everything that we maybe we've been behind on are, are certainly going to take off here in the next, next week. Like I said, there was a big, there was a big hatch of mayflies in the agency Bay area. I did not see any out on the main lake and I did not see any in Walker Bay as far as floating around on the surface, but in and around the Roosevelt channel, it was, it was hold your breath while we drive through the bridge because that's how many were flying around. It was crazy. <laughs> so, a lot of food in the water. Yeah, but that and that can be challenging, right? Well, you know that's that's something we talk about every year. I would I would say the best fishing on Leech Lake is is during, before, during, and immediately after the mayfly hatch, because what's happening is the fish are keying in on those areas where the bugs actually come from. 
so again, there's so many fish that load up on those areas that they're they're looking for food, and bugs aren't a big food, but they're they're certainly a food of interest. And when you can roll through there with something that matches the hatch, like a spinner that looks like a mayfly with maybe half a night crawler on it, uh, they're going to eat it. And then and then the bugs aren't hatching all day long. You know they're down and around there. So there's periods when there's a lot of fish that aren't finding food. And then when they start to hatch, the fish are going crazy gorging themselves. And if you can get there immediately when it's done, the fish are stuck there and the buffet is closed. So you can find them. But what happens is, in my opinion, is as soon as the mayfly hatch is done, which is where you see the carcasses only and there's no bugs left, those fish vacate the area. And it's not that they're not feeding anymore. It's that they're searching for new areas, new new bait to chase. So when the mayfly hatch is over, it becomes a dead sea. And it's not because the fish aren't biting. It's that they move. So you just got to pick up and erase your memory and then figure out where they where they've gone and a lot of times they actually go back to shallow and that's where the minnows are still and the crayfish and everything else so you know it depends on which part of the lake you're on but that seems to be the case the, the rocks and all that stuff is is great as far as the edges go in the mud where it's easy to find them but uh when the mayfly hatches over they slide back up a little, a little bit shallower quite honestly where the muskies are and everything else because they're they're chasing those little teeny minnows you see swimming around the lake and and perch or whatnot and and it's back to that stuff so yeah, the mayfly hatch and the bugs and everything else, and that's the thing, too, with mayflies. Not all the fish are eating mayflies right now. Like I just mentioned, that there's a crayfish molt going on, and, and there's also a bunch of them that are chasing, chasing perch. So if, if, one, if one restaurant closes, the next one's opening. So it's just a matter of moving around and being versatile. Okay. One of the reasons I, I wanted to talk to you today is because I know you're going to the Graha Walleye Shootout this weekend. And you're yeah. you're one of the few people I know. I, I know there's a few others, but I know for sure you're one of them that that does all three of what I'm now calling the Paul Bunyan Country Triple Crown, uh, because we got the, the isn't that great Leech Lake, Bemidji, and then yeah. Grand Rapids. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, it is. And tell you what, there's a bunch of good sticks in that triangulation. <laughs> I can tell you that. So it's a it's a tough one to cut a check, and it's certainly certainly a tough one to win. So. Um, yeah, Dad and I, Dean Kavalibog and I, are heading over there. Uh, I'm going to fish Leech Lake tomorrow, Wednesday, and then uh, I'll be over um, playing bumper boats with the rest of the guys that are over there <laughs> trying to few some of those, find a few of those hogs that uh, make Pokegama so famous. And I tell you what, they are big, and they are fun to catch because they're, they're big and they're thick and they're full of muscle, and they fight like no other walleye uh, around our area. So they're certainly fun to catch, and it's a beautiful lake and a great town that uh, – certainly supports its anglers uh, i i don't know I, I i feel like this is a pretty unique area in that within the course of three or four weeks you've got three walleye tournaments of that level you know all within about an hour to an hour and a half of each other yes yeah no absolutely and well that's paul bunyan country right and mm-hmm. that's that's the area we live in and we have we have more lakes than that and there's other <laughs> tournaments too but you're right those are those are three big ones that are over 100, you know, 100 boats or more. The Leech Lake Tournament's 155 or whatever it is. And then we had just over 100 last year there in, in Bemidji. And last year, Graha, I think they bumped it to 120. Maybe it's back to 100 this year. But um, it's a lot of boats. Yeah. And uh, good payouts. And, and um, it's uh, it's tremendous, tremendous fishery. You see a lot of the same people in all of them, you know, and, and not quite. Some of them are the, the local sticks that just specialize in their lake, you know, uh, I don't see all the anglers from Lake Bemidji on the Grand Rapids one up over in Pokegama, and I, I don't see all those people over on Leech Lake, but you get to know them all, and, and they're certainly, certainly good anglers, anglers in all three of those major lakes. 
Oh, for sure. And now, you, how'd you do in the Leech Lake tournament? Uh, we cashed a check. We okay. uh, broke the top 20, so uh, I fished with a buddy of mine, Zach Christensen. I broke my dad on Leech Lake about uh, eight years ago when it was weather like we are having right now with big winds, <laughs> and I, I made the mistake of taking my 70-year-old-ish dad across uh, uh, 15 miles of three, four-footers, and even though we took third place in that tournament, he... Uh, he hung his hat on on our success and retired from Leech Lake. So okay. I don't get him for Leech Lake anymore, but I get him for Bemidji and I get him for Pukekema. So looking forward to spending another day in the in the boat with Big Fish Dean. That's sure. <laughs> well, and then you guys d- took uh, fifth at the KC and uh, top generational team as well. And so uh, here yeah. you go this weekend. Yeah, so we're uh, we're looking forward to that. We're uh, we and last year we took fifth over in, on that tournament, Pukekema. So. Um, we've, we've been in around the fish enough. And, uh, the nice thing about these tournaments is, is they're traditionally on the same time frame, right? They're mm-hmm. kind of spaced out. So the fish, if they behave normally are generally in the same areas each year when the timing of the tournament happens. So it's not like you have to, once you've, once you've maybe got your butt kicked once or t- twice and figured out kind of what the anglers do on a certain body of water, you can narrow down the, uh, the, um, intimidation factor a little bit and get on there so i'll have i'll have a day and a half to uh pre-fish and dad will join me on friday and um we'll get after on saturday so hopefully hopefully this is our year still more to cover with toby cavallivag of leisure outdoor adventures including a new fast five i'm will pamphus and paul bunyan country outdoors because Ted jackson needs all the help he can get hi this is dick beardsley bemidji area fishing guide I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfasts. Visit Bemidji one step further. I'm Chuck Hassey of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Wrapping it up with Toby Cavallimog of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. He and Dad Dean will be fishing in the Graha Walleye Shootout this weekend on Lake Pokegama, the final leg of the newly christened Paul Bunyan Country Triple Crown. You know, I have never fished that lake yet. I fished Leech, of course. I fished Bemidji. I fished Winnie. You know, a lot of the familiar lakes. I have not been over there to fish that lake, but everything I hear about that lake is it's 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 a truly unique experience. It is, and there's a couple things that go on there. Uh, one one is the type of bait that are in there. So everything that we have on a traditional lake are in Pokegama. It's part of the Mississippi chain. So we have perch, there's suckers, there's ciscos, uh, tulipies, you know, Tons of perch. The amount of perch is crazy. So there is so much food. But on top of all that, there's smelt. It's a deep lake with a lot of smelt. And it's one lake where you can be fishing on a break line, and for whatever reason, you lose bottom. You can be in 16 feet of water, and next thing you know, your entire graph turns whatever color you have it set at, and it's gone. And what's happening is a school of smelt is swimming under the boat. And there's like, I don't know, a million of them in a 20-foot school. It just goes forever. And I swear, those fish, those walleyes are like whale sharks there. They just swim around with their mouth, mouth open and uh, and uh, are fat and sassy. So, yeah, you can get on them. And, and I've heard the fishing has been pretty good over there. Um, they're catching a few in the evening uh, trolling, uh, the locals that are getting out there. Um, and typically this tournament is one with, 
your traditional stuff, which we talked about earlier, you know, rigging chubs, leeches, uh, jigging in the shallows with plastics, jig wraps, plastics, jigs and shiners since they're available. And, of course, there's bobber fishing there as well. But Pakegama is, yeah, it's crazy. I actually, uh, they had the tournament in August for a couple of years before they moved it to June. And it's the one and only time in Minnesota where I've caught lake trout. And there's lake trout in there. So, yeah. you know, I was in uh, 40, 50 feet of water trying to find a, a big fish. And there was big fish down there, so I dropped down and went back to back on, you know, they're not huge as far as Canada concern, you know, comparison goes with lake trout, but uh, cut a couple back-to-back, like 20, 22-inch lake trout. So very interesting lake. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing it, it usually takes a, a little bigger bag to win that tournament than the Leech or the uh, Knights of Columbus tournament. Well, yes, and that's because of the format, right. too. One, there's big fish, but on this one, there'll be five fish that you can record on the uh, on the app. And uh, we're not an app. This one's actually a camera. You need to take a pictures with your photo with your camera, and then you turn your card in at the end of the day, and they go through the pictures. But there is no there's no restrictions as to the size of your fish. So Bemidji tournament, you could have two fish over 20 inches. The Leech Lake tournament, you could only have one. This one, you better have five over 25 inches to win. <laughs> wow. That is you might want exciting. to cut that off at 27, actually. 27 <laughs> to 30 inches, you need five of them traditionally to win it so okay well hey i gotta tell you a dino story yeah i was just thinking about this before i called you because it's 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 my first encounter with dean cavallivog okay so this is back when i was doing lumberjack sports and your your older brother shane had come up as a sophomore for the playoffs okay yep and i'm asking uh grandy and and lyman i said how do you pronounce this last name and they weren't even sure and they go. They go. I, I think it's Volivog. I so so the K is silent. Yes, K is silent. I'm pretty sure the K is silent. Okay, so we're doing that. Somehow we ended up having I don't know. BSU must have had a game at the glass. So we're playing the playoff game at Nymore Arena, which anybody outside of Bemidji area may know a little bit about if they if they have a hockey background. And I'm up on top of those newly built. Locker rooms, if you remember where those were. Yep, yeah, yeah, and staying warm, too, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, very warm. And I'm doing the game, and, and Shane gets out there late uh, to do a shift or two, and I'm calling him Shane Volleyball. And all of a sudden, this gray-haired <laughs> guy comes up, and he looks up at me, he starts screaming, It's Cavallivog! Cavallivog! <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it turned out he's a really yeah. nice guy, but I was I was pretty pretty intimidated with my first meeting. <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny. I never heard that one before, so that's a good one. Good <laughs> but I thought, you know, yeah, he must have brought a radio just to hear, and then uh, had to he correct me. <laughs> yep, there you go. Uh, yeah, I can hear you talking. Get him in, yeah. All right, before we wrap it up, we're gonna do the uh, we're gonna do a second Fast Five, Fast Five version okay. two for you. Are you ready to go? All right, let's hit it. One, two, three. Five. Fast five. All right, question number one. Pie or cake? Cake. Okay. Uh, any specific uh, flavor? Chocolate and more chocolate. That's a good choice. And a glass of, and a glass of 2% milk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, keep that figure. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Question number two. How old were you when you caught your first fish, and what was it? Um, 
I don't know the age for sure, but I would say five to six years old, Perch, my grandma used to take me down to the docks. There used to be docks between Lake Bemidji and Lake Irvin where people could fish, and there used to be a liquor store closer there, and that's where we would go fishing. And I believe my first fish that I can remember was there. I can tell you my very first walleye was on Red Lake, and I was with my dad and mom and the boat, but I think my first fish, I got a chalk that went up to my grandma, Grandma Lois. All right, Grandma Lois, good job, Grandma Lois. Question number three, what is your favorite movie of all time? Ooh, Blazing Saddles. It's a good one. That is a good one. A good one. All right, question four, this is a gimme. I mean, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Besides fishing and or hunting, what is your favorite sport? Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And finally, I think you might be a little young for this, but I'm going to ask it anyway because it's been in reruns forever. Question number five, Ginger or Marianne? Where's the pass button? Can I call a friend? <laughs> Are we, is this, is this Gill, Gill, Gilligan's Island? Yes. Am I in the right, yes. okay, I'm in the right movie? Uh, I'm just going to guess and go with Ginger, and I couldn't tell you which one is which. Ginger's the redhead. Okay, then Ginger. Okay. go. Okay. You know, that's kind of been unanimous. I, I thought, you know, the outdoorsman would like uh, Marianne because she'd go fishing with them, but some of them have said, I like to fish by myself. So, Well, if I if you gave me a minute to do some research and watch the highlight or clip, I'd probably come up with that. But I, I just, in my mind, all I'm picturing is what I think I remember, and, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Okay, Ginger it is. All right. <laughs> Hey, Toby, uh, if people are looking for some adventures fishing on Leech Lake this summer, uh, how can they get a hold of you and get something set up? Well, Leisure Outdoor Adventures has uh, 11 fishing guides this summer, and I think on any given day we have five or six of us on Leech Lake sharing information, so it's a great way to get started. We have a network of guides that uh, we seem to be on fish quite a bit. So to get a hold of us at Leisure Outdoor Adventures, www.leisureoutdooradventures.com. Adventures is plural. And uh, our toll-free number is 855-LOA-HOOK. So that's how we, how the, how we get a hold of Leisure Outdoor Adventures and, and Tobik Volleybog. So it would be great, for have, great to have uh, some more people from Paul Bunyan Country coming to see us and getting in on a hot bite over on Leech Lake. Well, listen, uh, good luck to you and Dean Volleybog this weekend at the Graha. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Kevin. We're looking forward to it. And uh Hopefully we can, uh, in our next report, we can share our success story. That's it for this time around. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Thanks for being here. We sail the Bunyan Country. Country. This has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast. Sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grand Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101 FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd Baxter, and Kick FM in Alexandria. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work 
and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.